Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to Drew Unscripted. Good night of wrestling, man. Good night of wrestling indeed. AEW Dynamite, NXT, both great shows. We got WWE TLC coming up. Uh, We have the holidays coming up. Christmas is right around the corner. Just wanted to come on here, guys, and do a little review of both NXT and AEW. Just give a couple thoughts on it. Still trying to get back into the swing of being a podcaster, so bear with me, guys. Um, first off, I want to say hopefully everybody out there is staying safe. Hopefully, hopefully everybody out there is uh, gonna celebrate Christmas any way you can, the safest way possible. I know it's, especially for me, it's it's gonna be different this year because obviously we can't spend it the way that a lot of us, you know, are used to. Uh, we can't do things the way that we want to do them. It's it's obviously going to be different and I know that's very hard to to understand but you know it is what it is um hopefully everybody out there is uh, you know being safe hopefully hopefully everybody out there is uh, you know wearing your mask social distancing you know the whole shebang the whole uh you know the whole uh the whole thing that we have to do nowadays um I have been very vocal lately about how I've wanted to come back onto my podcast. I've wanted to come back to doing this and I've been very, I've been thinking of stuff to talk about, you know, because I think when I, and I even said like when I started this podcast, I think I took on a little too much early because I was doing like a podcast every single day. Um, but the thing about, you know, being a podcaster is basically you got to be consistent you know, that's what I've heard from fellow podcasters that I like to listen to. You know, for example, Chris Van Vliet, great podcaster. I've watched, I've watched several of his interviews. He's a great, you know, great human being. It seems like I would love to meet him. I would love to, you know, be on a show. I would love to have him on the show. But like I said, guys, I'm pushing to get some guests on here. I've had two already, two of my good friends, you know, but I want to, obviously that's something that I want to do but you know at the same time I feel like I have a lot to prove because I am a, I am a brand new podcaster. I've been doing this ever I've been doing this since March, so I'm still brand new, but at the same time uh, I've enjoyed you know what I've done. But the big thing about being a podcaster is you got to be consistent. You got to, you know, you got to really put a lot of work and effort into it. Just like just like anything else. That's just, you know, that's really what it is. And that's exactly what I've tried to do. Um, but yeah, guys, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Hopefully you guys are having a good night. Let's get into it, guys. Uh, obviously, NXT and AEW tonight were two amazing shows. I enjoyed both of them, as I do every single Wednesday night. Definitely Wednesday night is one of the biggest nights in wrestling because you never know what you're going to get with AEW or NXT. My boy Karrion Cross, Killer Cross, of course, Karrion Cross made his return. I'm very happy about that. Um, he made a, a fast recovery, kind of like John Cena level, because, you know, anytime Cena got injured, he would come back pretty soon. So it's nice to see my boy Cross back where he belongs in the ring. Him and Scarlet, just amazing. I really love the pairing. Ever since they've come to NXT, I have just been in love with what they've done it's been so fucking awesome and i'm so happy to see you know cross who i've met several times 
at bar wrestling. I've met him at a couple of indie shows and it's just tremendous to see where he's at and I'm very happy for him. Same thing for Scarlett. I think she's done incredible with this role as well. They definitely work out. They 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 definitely work very well with each other. And how awesome is that? You know, you get to work with your girlfriend, your legit real life girlfriend. So I can imagine that's just extremely that's got to be the fun part for them. You know what I mean? Um, AEW, man. I haven't really talked about this much. Uh, Sting. Sting now, of course, in AEW. Sting is all elite. You know, when he made his debut a couple weeks ago. Tremendous moment. I know everybody was extremely happy about that. The Stinger. Finally back on Dynamite. Well, finally on TNT. My bad. Finally back on Dynamite. Um, both shows tonight um, were just entertaining from start to finish. Um, AEW, of course, you know, their main event was Kenny Omega, who is everywhere. He's on TNA Impact. He's Impact Wrestling, TNA Impact. You know, he's on AEW. He just turned heel. He's with Don Callis, who in real life, those guys are, are the best of friends. And ever since Kenny Omega has come into this heel role, I think he's done great. I think he's done great with, with what he's been with what he's been given. Um and hey, you know, tonight we had Matt Hardy teaming up with, you know, of course, Private Party. Good opening match. They faced off against Hangman Hangman Adam Page and uh the Dark Order, good, good six man tag. You know AEW, they, they take their tag team wrestling very seriously. Got to respect that. Um, kind of got the feeling that Matt Hardy's going to be turning heel soon. I think that's been speculated that Matt Hardy was going to be turning heel pretty soon. Um, I don't know exactly if it's going to happen, you know, ASAP, but it kind of seems like he's going to be turning heel soon. Um, maybe. Private Party will be turning with him. I'm not too sure. Uh, I don't know exactly the direction of Matt Hardy, but if we know AEW, we know he's going to get a chance to do something. So that's just, you know, that's great. Um, Hangman Adam Page, you know, him with the Dark Order, it sounds like it has potential. It's a very interesting... I mean, because Hangman, just a, just a month ago, you know, he was taking on Kenny Omega at a full gear. Um... I thought maybe Hangman was going to feud with Omega for the title. You know, that could end up happening still. They kind of just had that one match. And then Omega, of course, won. And then, you know, now obviously he uh, is a heel and he's the champion. You know, beat John Moxley for the title, who we haven't seen recently. So I kind of like how Moxley has been off of TV. I do like, I do like that because that's kind of an old school way where nowadays the guy would be the, would be there the next week. So he's selling... The fact that he lost the title, which I kind of like. But this was a good opening six-man tag. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, also on Dynamite tonight, uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody is uh, going to be a father. Him and Brandy are expecting their first child. Uh, there was a little vignette on AEW where they were like just... Uh, they opened up a package. It looked like it looked like a Christmas package. And they basically said that, said that they were going to be expecting... A child. So shout out to Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes. That's tremendous news. Everybody in wrestling nowadays is having a baby. John Moxley and Renee Young are set to have a baby. Uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins just gave birth to their baby girl. So obviously, you know, shout out to them as well. Big congrats 
you know, I'm not ready to have any kids anytime soon, but, but I imagine, I know for a fact, it's obviously a big moment in your life. So obviously, you know, much congrats for that. God bless. Definitely. Cody was in action tonight too. Cody faced off against Angelico from the hybrid two. Good match. You know, Cody, like I said, continues to just shine on AEW. I like the way that he's, you know, competed all these months. He's done tremendous. At, he's tremendously good at what he does. And I don't think anybody's going to, you know, anybody's going to really deny that. He's really good at what he does. Um, and Helico, Jack Evans, they're a great team. I, I've i liked Jack Evans all the way since Wrestling Society X. I know he's been around for a long time. And Helico ever since Lucha Underground. And Helico talented as well. Uh, team Taz. Team Taz uh, have been feuding with Darby Allen. You know, TNT champion Darby Allen. And the Stinger, Sting, the icon himself, some, somehow is going to be in this storyline, it seems. Don't know what's going to happen. Don't know if Sting's going to wrestle necessarily. Um, I don't know how he's going to be able to wrestle, but, you know, you never know, man. Ricky Morton from, uh, you know, the Rock and Roll Express. I've seen him wrestle live. You know, all these guys that, you know, that are older guys now. Yeah, look, they could still go, some of them. That just goes to show you if you keep your body in shape, you know, who knows what you can what you can do. I've seen Ricky Morton in the Rock and Roll Express wrestle live at Bar Wrestling, and I know he still continues to wrestle. So I'm I'm of that belief that, you know, you're never too old to step into the ring because there's some guys that have been able to do it. But at the same time, everybody's body is different. You know what I mean? So maybe just maybe the Stinger can do a match. I mean, the last time Sting wrestled a match was against Seth Rollins, and that was in the WWE. Uh, it seems like Sting is going to wrestle. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be against Cody. They kind of hinted at that last week on Dynamite when they had that confrontation. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be against Darby. Because I feel like if you're going to have Sting in the ring, you know, you're going to want to protect this guy as best you could. So maybe it's going to be against someone that they feel like I mean, not to say that, oh, yeah, somebody can hurt him, but maybe they feel like it'd be better suited if it was. A see, I want to see Sting and Jericho, you know, to me, because these two guys have never faced each other, to my knowledge. They've never wrestled Sting or Jericho. At the time, they were both obviously in different parts of their career. You know, Sting, of course, was a main eventer. Jericho, of course, was in WCW. He was the Cruiserweight champion. He was coming up. Jericho was was doing good, you know his feuds in WCW. So I feel like that's a thing. I feel like that's a that's a dream match. I think, and I would definitely like to see it. I mean, you know, I would like to see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Sting getting involved again. I really don't know what's gonna happen. Um, I don't know if maybe there, there's gonna be like a if there's gonna be some kind of a tag match where Sting teams up with Cody. You know, and all that stuff. I mean, that could that could very well happen. I mean, we could very well get that. I'm not too sure, but we could very much get that one and stuff like that. So it's really it's really uh, interesting to see where that's going to pan out. But Sting, of course, came out tonight on Dynamite. He basically did a uh, like a face off, of course, with Taz. You know, Team Taz, uh, uh, Will Hobbs, Powerhouse Hobbs, Brian Cage, FTW Champion, and of course, Absolute Ricky Starks, who, again, is also just tremendous at what he does as well. See, Team Taz is a good team. I like, and Taz on the microphone is pretty good. Taz is, is I shouldn't say pretty good. Taz is golden 
on the, on the microphone. I really enjoy, you know, what he does and stuff like that, guys. And you know what? Just to lighten up the mood a little bit, I'm going to go ahead and turn on a little bit of Christmas music. The Nutcracker. All right. There we go, guys. Get into the Christmas feels. So, there's a new team on Dynamite uh, called The Acclaimed. And I'm trying to remember the guys' names. Their names escape me at the moment. But these two guys, uh, let me see, these two dudes right here. Yeah, so they are The Acclaimed. You know, they seem talented on Dynamite. They, you know, were in action tonight. But the whole, like, rapping gimmick, nothing against them. These guys can talk. You know, they got skill. But, you know, all due respect, it reminds me a lot of John Cena. You know, when John Cena was, you know, the doctor of thugonomics. You know, I, I live for that shit because I loved Cena back in the day. You know, these guys, they just... they just And I and this is something that I said to myself on Dynamite too. When, when they did that segment a couple weeks ago, that, back, that backstage segment or whatever, they... You know, the guy, uh, one of the dudes, he had the the chain. And I was like, man, that kind of reminds me of John Cena a little bit. Not to say that AEW is directly trying to do that. I don't know if, I don't think AEW would try to do that to try to, like, stick it to WWE or nothing like that. No, I think legitimately these guys are just doing something similar, but they're trying to do it their own way. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. And, they're you know, they've been calling out the Young Bucks, so they're going to be getting... They're going to be getting a championship match against them, I guess, next week on Dynamite. Which I'm kind of like, I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Just because I feel like, you know, these guys are brand new. And if you want these guys to get over, you know, they're going to face off against the Young Bucks already. I don't know. Maybe maybe you could have, you know, did a little more build to it. But I guess, obviously, there's a plan. There's a plan to to do this. Obviously, there's a plan to utilize these kids against the young bucks you know we'll see what happens uh miro you know formerly known as rusev uh i'm not too sure what they've done with miro miro since he's come to aw and nothing against miro miro looks like he's having a good time but miro you know now he's doing the comedy uh i mean it's a little different than wwe in the sense that in wwe miro at first was Obviously portrayed, you know, vicious when he first made his debut. But now in AEW, he's kind of doing the comedy with, with you know, Kip, Kip Sabian, who, let me just say, Kip Sabian is talented as hell. I've seen Kip Sabian live a couple times. Him and Penelope Ford are another good, another good little duo. And Miro, you know, it looks like they're having a good time with it. I just, I'm not too sure where they're going to go with it. You know they've been they've been feuding with the best friends and the Orange Cassidy for a while. I don't think Miro's had any other feuds since he's been in AEW. So I'm curious. I want to see what else you know what they're gonna do with him. You know what I mean? I'm not too sure the direction that they're going in right now, but you know maybe this is an idea for, for Miro. Maybe Miro is like you know what I'm gonna I want my character to be to be comedic, but I want to do it my way. You know what I mean? And Miro attacked a couple of AEW officials uh, last week, which the attack looked pretty cool. I, I will say that the attack looked pretty cool. That dude Miro, he definitely knows. He knows how to play 
you know, the vicious, the vicious heel type guy. You know, he's done that before, obviously, back in WWE. That's that's what he was doing. Um, but like I said, I just I'm not too sure the direction that they're gonna go with this. I mean, you know, maybe maybe that's just me, but I think a lot of people are, you know, they want to see obviously what's going to happen next. They want to see where Miro's going to go, if he's going to, you know, have a, an edge to him, if he's going to be, you know, more vicious than he is now, you know. But we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Um also uh Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. It looks like Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker are going to be, well, they have, they have been feuding, I should say. They've been feuding ever since uh, Britt Baker, uh, I guess, cost Thunder Rosa the NWA Women's Championship against uh, Serena Deeb. And let me just say, you know, AEW's women's, women's division, I know a lot of workers, you know, they can't be here because obviously travel issues and COVID. But I just feel like, you know, see, the one thing that AEW does that I like, and this is why I like AEW Dark, one thing that they do that I like is they they tend to, you know, hire indie booking, like people that are not signed to a contract. And I like that. I think that's really cool. I like the fact that uh, th that AEW does that. So, you know, you're going to see like a lot of girls that aren't, that aren't signed to contracts on Dynamite. And, you know, I mean, look, I just think I always said I feel like AEW needs to add a little bit more to their division. But I guess the thing with AEW is once in a while they'll, they'll debut someone, but they tend to use indie talent that are not signed to a contract, like talent that are not signed to the company yet, which I like. I mean, hey, you know, it's better it's better than nothing. But there are a couple names that I would like to see signed to the Dynamite roster, to the women's division. Um, but, you know, in due time, I guess. But a lot of people have said that AEW focuses more on the NWA women, women's division than, you know, their main division, which I'm kind of like, I mean, I guess, you know, some people can, can understand that, can get that a little bit. I just think, you know, obviously Thunder Rosa is great. She's very talented. Uh, I've heard, I've heard her in, in interviews. I've met her. I've gotten, I've gotten to meet her. I met her at, uh, at, at WOW Women's of Wrestling. I met her about a year ago, I want to say. And she's cool. She's cool. She was nice. It was real quick when I when I met her. I, I took a picture with her. You know, she obviously wrestles uh, there under a mask. Because for WOW, you know, they, they have... They tend to... They give you, like, new character names or whatever. It's pretty cool. But Thunder Rosa is very good. Um, with this feud... With her and Britt Baker. Um, I think it should be interesting. I, I've been wanting I've been saying this. I think Britt Baker is a good heel. I think she knows how to get under people's skin. She knows how to play, you know, the the I'm better than you role, the bitch you role, you know. So I, I like that, you know, and I know she you know, her she obviously looks like she's having fun. You know, the minute that they turned her heel, you can tell that she's been having a lot of fun with this turn and and stuff like that. But earlier today, I, I was saying to myself, I'm like, you know what? Nothing against, nothing against her, Hikaru Shida. Oh, I almost messed up that name. Nothing against Shida. Shida is talented. She's had some good matches on AEW, and I know she's wrestled around the world. But 
they haven't really booked her doing anything. Like I know, I know now she's gonna have. Well, she's having a mini feud with uh, Abaddon, who I like. I like Abaddon. Abaddon. The, a lot of people aren't too sure about the gimmick. I get it, you know, because in in wrestling, gimmicks like that, they don't really, you know, gimmicks like that that are supposed to be like these supernatural, you know, unless you're the Undertaker, they haven't really been given like, oh, yeah, you know, like a serious, like, how do I say this? Like, gimmicks like that, a lot of people... It's hard for them to get into, I guess. You know, like, it's kind of like, you know, Abaddon, if she becomes women's champion, can you see her, like, you know, doing interviews and stuff like that? I mean, probably not, but at the same time, I'm of an open mind where it's like, I like the character, and I think it's interesting to see if they ever did put the put the belt on her. Her character, a lot of people compare her to, like, Sue Young from TNA Impact. They compare her to Rosemary, kind of like this, like, dark, monstrous type character. And believe me, all those ladies are tremendously talented. All of them are, you know, I've seen, I've met Rosemary, I've met Sue Young, and it was really cool to, to talk to them a little bit. I've met, Rosemary was actually still in character, which I like because... That's kind of an old school mentality where you're you're still in your character and you know all that stuff. But you know, Sheeta getting back to Sheeta, she hasn't really done that much with the title, which I'm not too sure why. You know, but at the same time, you know, she's held the championship for a while. Um, I don't know if maybe they're gonna give it to Abaddon or whatever. But I was kind of saying to myself, you know, I wanna see I wanna see Britt Baker as the champion just because I feel like it can be you know it can be something you know having her you know with that with the heel role but having her be the champion it could it could be something but at the same time I'm not sure if that's going to happen for a while just because she's she's feuding with Thunder Rosa and it seems like you know this feud is really gonna just continue to be something there, there's a couple feuds on for, for the women's uh on AEW you got Abaddon Sheeta and then you got of course um Britt Baker and uh, Thunder Rosa, who had a little brawl tonight. Well, Thunder Rosa was attacked from behind by Britt Baker. And then, you know, Britt Baker put her in the submission that she likes to use the lockjaw. Um, I could see a match between them, possibly. Uh, on Maybe on a Dynamite. Maybe they stretch it out and they put it on a pay-per-view. I'm not too sure. But, you know, definitely um, I want to see where that goes as well. Because, hey, you know, Thunder Rosa's talented. Britt Baker... You know, they've never faced each other, so it's a fresh matchup. Well, I don't think they've ever wrestled each other. If they have, I know it hasn't been on AEW. But we could see where, where that where that goes as well. Um, we also had, on Dynamite, we also had FTR. You know, FTR coming out for a little segment. Basically just kind of talking down the tag teams and stuff like that. FTR still around. Um, our main event... Of course. Uh, well, before I get to the main event, let me just talk about Eddie Kingston. I love Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston is great at what he does. Great promo guy. Very talented in the ring. You could tell in real life the dude. I've met the dude in real life. I know people are like, oh, you always say you met these wrestlers. I'm just, you know, I got lucky. You know, I, I got to meet Eddie Kingston at PCW about a year ago or earlier this year. Yeah, I got to meet him earlier this year. Oh, damn, it seems like a long ass time ago. That's how long we've been in quarantine, people. 
But um, Eddie Kingston, another guy that I have tremendous res- tremendous respect for. Um, I love what they've done with him since he's come to Dynamite. Like I love the promo work that he's put on all these guys. You know, him and Moxley had a nice little feud. Um, this is another feud that I'm kind of like, where is this gonna go? You know, Lance Archer, who was a heel, but now he's a babyface. That kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, Pack, who was a heel at first, but now he's a babyface. Another thing that kind of came out of nowhere. You know, the whole split of the Lucha Brothers and uh, Eddie Kingston was a little strange how fast it came about. But at the same time, you know, I think AEW probably feels like we have too many groups you know, on Dynamite as it is, so maybe we want to, like, kind of, we kind of want to break them apart a little bit, kind of small them up a bit, but Eddie Kingston, tremendous at what he does, Uh, had a little brawl, you know, with Pac and the rest of, uh, you know, the Death Triangle, I could see these guys possibly having a blood and guts match if they ever were to go that route, but I could be wrong, you know, we'll see if they ever do that, Um, but Eddie Kingston cut another great promo tonight, uh, it looks like we're possibly going to be getting something like that in the future, like maybe a big tag team match or maybe a blood and guts match. I'm not too sure exactly, but at the same time, you know, I think that would be money. And speaking of money, Kenny Omega, <laughs> Kenny Omega as a heel is tremendous. I love every part of it. I love what he's done, uh, being on impact, you know, all the stuff that he's been able to do. He wrestled Joey Janello, the bad boy. Um, Another great talent, in my opinion. Another, you know, good wrestler. Had a little match tonight in the main event. Was pretty brutal. Those uh, fucking... Fucking... Those trash can shots were fucking brutal, man. You know, hearing... Like, Omega hit... You know, Janela with it. Janela, you know, selling... Because Janela sells really good. You know, Omega was out there with Don Callis... There was a part of the match where Don Callis and Omega started to like, like, I guess do commentary while they were, while Omega was wrestling, like Don Callis was on commentary and then Omega would grab a microphone and start talking. That was, that was pretty cool. That was great stuff. I enjoyed that. Um, the match was pretty short. Um, you know, Janela put up a little fight, but in the end, Omega won as you would expect. This was a championship. What was this? This was a... Eliminator match is that is that what it was called? Eliminator Eliminator match. I'm not too sure, but it was pretty good. This isn't the first time these guys have worked. I remember uh, earlier in the year on Dynamite. I remember they actually had a couple matches against each other, uh, Janela and Omega. That is, and those were really good stuff. Omega fucking rocked Janela with those V triggers, man. Fucking those look brutal. I would not want to take one of those, but still. You know, I enjoyed what I saw in that match. Omega got the win, started to cut a promo. Pac comes out, obviously Pac and Omega. Pac, Pac, Pac and Omega have history. Those are another two guys that have gone to war before on Dynamite, on the earlier episodes of Dynamite. Uh, You know, Pac comes out, you know, basically says that Ray Phoenix is going to be getting a match against Omega and that's going to be great. And I'm not sure if you guys saw AAA, Lucha Libre, you know, Triple Mania. But basically, Omega 
And let me just say right now, if you guys haven't seen it, if you have the time, watch it. Specifically, this one match. Every, I mean, every match on the card was pretty good. But the match with Omega and Laredo Kid was fucking excellent. That was a fucking great match. And I have respect that AEW lets... Because obviously, AEW and AAA have a working deal. You know, we've seen AEW and AAA work together in the past. So they have a good, you know, working relationship. Omega and Laredo Kid killed it. And I thought to myself, maybe the reason why they want to do Phoenix versus Omega days later is because Omega is just killing it, you know, with these, you know, these guys that are luchadors, these luchador type guys. It's just, it's great stuff, man. I really enjoyed that match. And and Omega and Phoenix, who have actually wrestled each other before in AAA for the AAA Mega Championship, I believe that's what it was. They had good matches there. This is going to be no different. So shout out to AEW for, you know, giving us this. It's I thought at first it was going to be Omega and Pac again, which would have been which which would have been good. But with Phoenix and uh, Omega, that's going to be a match to see. Obviously Phoenix isn't going to win the belt cuz I think they're going to keep that on Omega, but still, you know it's going to be good stuff and I can't wait to see it unfold. I'm sure you guys can't wait either. So definitely Kenny Omega versus Pac. Um, I guess it's going to be for the title. So I can't wait to see that. Overall, Dynamite, good show tonight. Really enjoyed it. My favorite parts were the opening match. Uh, I love the main event. Um, Sting, you know, continuing to come out and have these little stare downs with Cody and Darby. Don't know where it's going, but I love it so far just because just to see Sting... You know, on Dynamite, to see Sting in general is just incredible. And you know what? I, I almost forgot. The Inner Circle and, and MJF. I'm so sorry. I almost forgot, guys. MJF and the Inner Circle had a big, uh, what was it? 11 men? 10 men tag? Against, uh, they faced uh, Brian Pillman. Uh, the name of his partner is escaping me, but they're the new, like, Hollywood Blondes. Love Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, who else was in it? The Gun Club, Brandon Cutler, and the Jurassic Express, I want to say. I know, it, it was it was one of those big, you know, tag team matches. Uh, let me just say, man, the Inner Circle, I'm not too sure where this is going. It's interesting to kind of see, like, Sammy Guevara... I believe that Sammy Guevara is going to be the one that they kick out of the inner circle. I could see Sammy Guevara as a baby face. There could be a big swerve where they kick out Jericho, but I believe that somebody is going to get kicked out. I'm not sure who it is. I'm not sure when they're going to get when they're going to get kicked out, but I truly believe that's going to happen. Um, when it happens, who knows, but this could all be MJF's grand plan because I'm not sure why MJF is with the inner circle. I mean, I guess it's something for him to do, or maybe they thought, oh, well, we can come together and we could, you know, create some magic here, which they have. I mean, Jericho and MJF, you know, they work great together. So, all right, guys, let's talk about NXT. And then we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, NXT was was another good show too. My boy Cross making his debut. 
uh, in a squash match. I love it. Cross and uh, Damian Priest are going to be having a match at uh, NXT New Year's Evil, which I can't wait to see. That match is going to be fucking excellent. Um, Cross look great. Has some new ring gear. Has some new t-shirts out on WWEshop.com. I just ordered the Time's Up one for Christmas as a little Christmas gift to myself. But it's going to be for my grandmother. Um, I can't wait. You you guys know I'm a, I'm a big Karrion Cross fan. I love Cross. You know, the times I got to meet him, he was so cool. He was so great. Uh, he has a great interaction with fans. Every time I've seen him, he's... And I can tell you from personal experience, you know, talking to him, he has a great love and appreciation for his fans, which is which is crazy because you see him on TV and he's just like menacing this like he's a badass man. He's this menace, menacing badass. But, you know, in real life, the guy is a sweetheart of a dude. He's a great dude. Um, very creative. One thing about Cross that I've always really admired was his creativity. And I'm happy to see him where he's at. <laughs> a lot of people are probably like, oh, man, you're kissing, you're kissing ass. I'm like, nah, man, I'm just keeping it like it is, man. You know, I, I'm not afraid to say it, man. You know, I believe that this is a star that WWE seriously needs to put the rocket to. Because this guy is money. What he's done in NXT all these months since he's come has just been a great... It's been great for the brand, it's been great for the fans, it's been great for the company, and it's been great for Cross. Cross and Scarlet, man, I'm telling you, these two are tremendous. Uh, Scarlet's another another one, she's a sweetheart too in real life, you know, and she's another one that's really... I remember hearing Cross say uh, in an interview that pretty much everything that they do, they come with to, they come up with together, which I think is really cool. You know, they're both obviously very uh, driven to make their characters the best that they possibly can be. And they've done a pr- they've done a great job at it since the minute that they've even gotten to the business together. I really, you know, can say that tremendously. And ever since they came into NXT, like, they've really just been unstoppable. And regarding this match with him and Priest, I think that's going to be good. Damian Priest, too, is another great talent. Um... You know, him as a baby face, it's a little trippy because when you look at Priest, he just looks like a like a heel, man. He looks like a guy that, you know, gets all the pretty girls, kicks ass, wins championships, you know, doesn't get paid by the hour kind of guy. But obviously now, you know, they have him as a baby face because NXT has a lot of heels. Everybody is turning heel in NXT, man. So, you know, obviously they're short on baby faces, I think. But Priest, you know, when he debuted... I think he was I don't think he was anything when he when he debuted and then he solidified himself as a heel when he was like going after uh Pete Dunne going at who just also turned heel. You know, he was going after uh Keith Lee when Keith Lee was there in NXT. But now, you know, all these months later now he's uh I want to say like maybe maybe he's a tweener, I could say like maybe maybe he's a he's a tweener, I'm not too sure. But him and Cross is going to be excellent. I can't wait to see it. And Cross looked good in his debut tonight. He looked like he's ready to fucking just fucking unleash the toll man, as he likes to say. Fall and pray, man. NXT TikTok, man. We also had The Way, which is Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, 
Austin Theory, Indy Hartwell, a new little a new little uh, little group. I like it. You know, it's it's basically Johnny Gargano. He's doing a little bit of comedy, but now he's a heel. He's the kind of heel that's just ob- obnoxious type of heel, <laughs> you know, which I like. Johnny Gargano's great. Uh, I like what he's done. Um, Candice LeRae, her too. They've really put a lot of work into this into this new heel heel run that they've ha- that they've been on for the past uh, couple of months. Well, more than that, for the past number of months, I should say. You know, ever since uh, Johnny Gargano turned heel by attacking Tommaso Ciampa, costing Ciampa the belt at that takeover where him and uh, Adam Cole faced each other for the title in the main event. And then, of course, Candice LeRae got involved, and now she's the heel after uh, Gargano and Ciampa had that, you know, that that great cinematic match that they had. For, for a while there, I was kind of like, you know, what direction are, are they going in? Because, you know, they weren't exactly winning matches that much. Like, they weren't winning the title belts. Like, Gargano lost to Keith Lee. He lost a couple of times to Damian Priest. I was kind of like, where's, you know, where's Gargano going to go? And same same thing with uh, with Candice. She lost to EO for the NXT Women's Championship. I was kind of like, you know, what direction are they going in? But now, you know, obviously, you know, they're going to be getting a lot more wins. And obviously now they're getting this this push as the way, which is basically a unique a unique name. I mean, it, it's the Johnny Gargano way, but obviously it's just shortened to the way. And look, Austin Theory, I'm a fan of Austin Theory. I, I like Theory a lot ever since his days in, in Evolve. He's tremendous at what he does. Indy Hartwell, um, she seems to be up and coming as well. So I like, you know, they had a, they had a good opening match, match tonight against uh, Leon Ruff and uh, Kushida. That was a pretty good tag team match. You know, they got the W. All four guys extremely talented. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart, I love Shotzi Blackheart. She faced the way as well while she faced Indy Hartwell. Candice LeRae, of course, has a broken wrist. You know, I think their feud's still going to be con- continuing. I think this will lead to a match eventually between uh, Candice and Shotzi. Maybe at a takeover, maybe on an episode of NXT. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, another guy that I really like. Another guy that's getting a big singles push. You know, him and uh, Pete Dunne, they had a great match. We know winner facing uh, Finn Balor. A rematch from uh, TakeOver, uh, what was it, 31, uh, where uh, O'Reilly challenged Finn Balor the first time. Uh, Finn Balor is another one, too. I'm not too sure if he's like a... I think he's I think he's a babyface as well, too. But, you know, with this one, I can't picture O'Reilly losing twice. But then again, like, I feel like maybe Cross can get involved because I think eventually Cross is going to face Balor for the title. Or maybe they'll do like a four-way, maybe. maybe. Maybe they'll do a triple threat, Cross, Priest, Balor or O'Reilly whoever wins I don't know or maybe Cross is going to cost them the match I have no idea how that's going to work out because in reality now that the Undisputed Era is not I mean well it doesn't seem like they're going to be feuding with uh with McAfee uh the new kings of NXT you know Danny Burch only lurking for that much longer because I think Pat McAfee in storyline is out you know what I mean? He's he's written off TV. I mean, they had the little back and forth tonight, but that was just you know to get the number one contender spot. I don't know. I mean, NXT might be losing the undisputed era pretty soon. I mean, I don't want to see it happen. Those guys, you know, on NXT are going to be missed. But at the same time, you know, if they get moved up, they get moved up. That's just kind of the way it is. Um, but 
Good match between O'Reilly and, and uh, Pete Dunne tonight. I enjoyed it. It was pretty lengthy, but it was a good match indeed. Pete Dunne, also a great worker, also a great, uh, a great, you could tell a great heel. Because remember when Pete Dunne first debuted? You know, the guy had a good, some good heel heat. And, and he was a babyface for a while, but now he's back to a heel, the bruiserweight. Um, without Pat McAfee, I'm not too sure. I mean, they don't need McAfee. But McAfee, like I said, McAfee's been very uh, impressive since he's been, you know, having an on-screen on-screen role in WWE. He's tremendous at promos. Pat McAfee, I could say that. Pat McAfee, that should be my new word. I said that a lot tonight. Pat McAfee's really, really good. Um, I like to see. I would. I would like to see a little bit more to see what he does. If he became like a full-time announcer, that'd be pretty interesting, you know. But Pat McAfee, you know, obviously he has other stuff outside of WWE. So, you know, maybe maybe they just said, oh, well, we'll bring him back for a couple of things. You know, have him in a match. Remember how impressive he was at TakeOver 30 against Adam Cole? But with that being said, guys, your championship match, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor, too. They're going to be facing each, other, facing each other at NXT uh New Year's Evil. I almost botched there. I was like, uh, New Year's Evil. Um, the main event, Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley. That was a great match. I love Tony Storm. I love Rhea Ripley. Those two girls are tremendous in the ring. There's another tremendous for you guys. Uh, obviously history between the both of them. Uh, Tony Storm is a heel. She's been a heel uh, for a couple weeks. I was a little surprised when they turned her heel because I was kind of like, why would she turn heel? Because I thought as a babyface, I thought she was over. But, you know, it's 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 one of those turns that you're kind of like, you don't expect. But I think, you know, for her, is she going to challenge Geo for the title? That could end, end up happening. Is she going to win the title? I could see that happening too. But it's going to be, a, it's a little trippy to see her as a heel now. But at the same time, you know, she can pull it off. Her and Ripley, great stuff. Ripley, you know, she's kind of just... Right now, she's not in, in anything major. Her and Reyna Gonzalez are back and forth having a feud. Don't know where if Ripley's going to go to the main roster. There's, there's been rumors that she was, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. They had a good match. Uh, Tony Storm got the win. You know, Gonzalez cost Ripley the match. So, obviously, guys, NXT and AEW had some good shows tonight, as they do every Wednesday, in my opinion. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here, guys. Uh, I came on here to talk about both shows, and I felt like, you know, we definitely saw some pretty damn good wrestling tonight, guys. With that being said, guys, I am gonna go ahead and uh, call it a night. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. You guys are tremendous. You guys are obviously, like I am, trying to adjust to this crazy world that we have now. Um, I will, I will be back here, guys. I will be back on Friday. So I have a new schedule for my podcast. Uh, I will be here uh, Wednesdays, Mondays, and Fridays for wrestling reviews. And the other days, I am most likely going to be trying to figure out new ways to get interviews on here. So it's going to be a slow process. It's going to be a slow uh, a, a slow work to get to where I want to be. But like I said, guys, you know, the thing about being a podcaster, you got to be 
you know, consistent. It's here when you need it and it's here when you don't need it, you know. So this is obviously something that I do for fun. I've said that since since I got started months ago that I want to do this not to be noticed but to because for fun. But at the same time, I would love to interview people, so I got to try to make that I got to try to take steps to making that happen. Um with that being said, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, you guys can follow me on social media at Drew underscore Villain 96. Once again, that is Drew underscore Villain 96. Thank you, guys. Have a good night, guys. Happy holidays. Stay positive. Stay safe. Um, you know, hang out with your loved ones, you know, as much as you can. The ones that you live with. If you guys are working right now, stay safe. Uh, God bless all you guys and have a good night, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.